Good evening, fans of Friday Night Lights. This is Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast Weekly Pregame Show with your host, Clifton Grooms. And welcome, everybody, to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. This is now, we're talking 8-Man District 3 now, so let's not waste any time. Let's run down this bracket here of District 3. At the number one seed is the North Andrew Cardinals. We had an opportunity to talk with their head coach, Dwayne Williams. Uh, we've had him on several times here on the show. We talked about them wrapping up a conference championship, finishing the season undefeated, and heading into district play here against the Cab. We t- here's our interview with Coach Dwayne Williams right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We're talking eight-man district three. We got North Andrew head coach Dwayne Williams back with us. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing great, Clifton. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to have you on, Coach. Um, Coach Williams, um, great way to end your regular season with a 58 to nothing shutout over Schuyler County. That not only gives you an undefeated season, but it wraps up. I know you guys already wrapped up the um, GRC eight-man conference championship. So um, just give your thoughts on a conference championship and just walk us through the um, ball game. You know, with the season – you know, being like it was for everyone, you know, you don't know from week to week, um, you know, we're, we're, we're grateful for, for playing nine games, honestly. And, and you know, a lot of teams out there didn't get to play all nine and we're grateful for that. And, and at the same time, you know, we had set some goals for ourselves before the season started to, you know, maybe compete for a, a conference title. We, we missed out last year, finishing second and, and by six points to Pattonsburg, you know, they beat us early in the year by six and, really felt like, you know, we were in a position that we could have won the conference last year but couldn't take care of some business. And, and so we kind of set that for a goal for ourselves. And, you know, and, and coming into week nine, you know, we'd already run the, the gamut of, of the GRC and all the thing, things that come with that. And, and Schuyler County came over, and, and, you know, they struggled this year a little bit in, in their conversion to eight-man. But at the same time, you could see on film they were getting better every week. And, and so, you know, we, we, we took the same approach that, you know, we prepared for them the same way we would for Albany or Worth County or Stanbury, and, and that was able to, to get us off to a good start and get a victory. I think that that's a great win for you guys, great finish to the regular season. Now we're going to move on to um, – now we're going to move on to the meat and potatoes of the season, and that's district play. Um, just uh, give your overall thoughts, Coach, on eight-man district three as a whole. It's the – you know, it's a debatable – point whether ours or, or district four is the toughest district there's a, a ton of talent in both districts a bunch of ranked teams and you know um you know the way we see it is we're, we're you know we're gonna if we're fortunate enough to win this week we're going to get a rematch with Pattonsburg and, and nobody wants that you know they're a really good football team that can put up a lot of points and you know we got them early in the year and and we're able to get a victory but you know with those guys you're you're one or two onside kicks away from from uh you know finding yourself in, in a little bit of trouble and you know, and then coming out of that, you know, we may get a rematch with a tough King City team. And then, of course, South Holt's over there, uh, you know, ranked second in our district right now. And, you know, Coach Peterson just does a fine job with his football team. And we played him a couple of years ago in the playoffs and it was one of the best games I've ever been involved in. And and so it's a really tough district with really good football teams. And, you know, if we can stay healthy and, and, and play like we've played all this year, I think we've got an opportunity to, to, to at least compete in it and, and hopefully win it. And then, you know, after that, you just don't know. And I don't want to sound cliche, but we really are taking it one practice, one day, one game at a time. That's kind of how we've done it all year, and it's worked for us, and, and we're not going to change our approach now. 
Well, Coach, let's go ahead and let's get matchup specific now. Uh, we're This week, uh, obviously, you guys have the number one seed in the district. You guys are the number one team in eight-man football. You guys um, have a matchup with DeKalb on Friday night. Um, just give us um, your scouting report on DeKalb, what you've seen on them, and um, what can we expect from the game on Friday? You know, we played DeKalb in our jamboree early in the season, you know, before season started, and, and I've known Coach Wardlow forever, and, and he's an outstanding coach, and, and, you know, we had a lot of conversations during the jamboree, and he's got a young team, and he knew they were going to struggle a little bit, but as you watch them on film from week to week, you can see where they're making their improvements, and, and uh, you know, they run the ball really well, and then they've made some adjustments on defense that we've picked up on on film here the last couple of times, and where they're, where they're being a little more aggressive, bring a little more heat, and, and it's worked for them in, in, in some situations, and and so, you know, I, I feel like they're a young team that's getting a little bit better every week. And, and again, we take the same approach every week. It, it, whether, you know, DCAB or, or playing Stanberry, doesn't matter what their records are. Uh, we're going to take the same approach, and that's worked for us. And, and, and we know, Co- you know, Coach Wardlow's a, a North Andrew graduate. I'm sure it'd do him proud to come in with his football team and, and, and maybe knock off number one. And that's the approach we've taken is that they're going to come in and give us their best shot. Well, Coach Dwayne Williams and North Andrew, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show again, and um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And a huge thank you to North Andrew head coach Dwayne Williams for joining the show. We also had his opponent this week, uh, DeKalb head coach Caleb Wardlow on the show. We talked about their um, regular season. Uh, We talked about the playoffs, and we talked about this week's game against North Andrew. Here's our interview with DeKalb head coach Caleb Wardlow, and that starts right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're talking eight-man district three. We got DeKalb head coach Caleb Wardlow with us. Coach, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to have you, Coach. Always a pleasure. So, um, Coach, um, tough ending to the regular season. Wasn't the regular season that you were probably anticipating it ended with a 57-12 to 12 loss to Stewartsville? Just, um, just walk us through that ballgame. Uh, well, I mean, we were kind of banged up. Uh, we had, I mean, uh, several linemen out. We had one um, the week before. He actually fractured his shoulder blade or, you know, one of the bones in his shoulder. Uh, we had another one that's been out the last couple games with a concussion. We've had another one out uh, with a, you know, problem with his hand. He wasn't able to play. So, uh, you know, our depth, we were very thin anyways, but our depth uh, along the front line was, was very bad. We had another kid uh, ineligible because of grades, couldn't get his grades up. So, uh, our line play was was very, very down. Um, so I knew it was going to kind of be interesting. We were going to have to kind of plug and play. And, you know, I give the kids credit for pushing through. I mean, we finished the whole game. You know, we only played nine kids on offense and 10 on defense the whole night. So, uh, you know, the kids stepped up and played. But it's one of those things, uh, you know, Stewartsville's big. They were they were a lot bigger than uh, what they appeared on, on film. I mean, very – I mean, their whole front line, their linebackers are big. I mean, their whole team was was big. I don't know if they had somebody that consistently played that was smaller than any one of our guys. And, you know, that's kind of what we've been the whole year. We've been getting kind of uh, pushed around, but that happens with a young team, a small team. Um, and, you know, we were, like I said, we're trying to piece it together piece by piece. And uh, you know, there wasn't much else we could do. I mean, we did some good things, but, you know, all in all, when you've got 120 pound kids trying to, you know, push around 250 pound kids, you're not going to be, you know, really successful. But like I said, I give the kids credit for pushing through and, you know, we're trying some different things and 
as far as lineups and, and schematics and, and things like that. So uh, I give the kids credit, but all, you know, all in all, you know, Stewartsville was the better team. Um, I mean, they, they did what they had to do to win and uh, you know, sometimes it just doesn't go your way. Well, coach, um, obviously we're talking about eight man district three here before we get really matchup specific here. Um, just um, give your overall thoughts on this district as a whole. Well, I mean, not just this district, I think eight man football is, uh, there seems like there's a lot of good teams, you know, in the past, there's always one or two teams. It's kind of like, oh, that, you know, they're the front runners here, but there, there are a lot of good teams across the state, uh, especially with the newer teams down south. You know, you don't exactly know what they're going to, you know, bring to the table until they come up here. And, you know, we start or the northern teams are able to start playing the southern teams. And, you know, just across the state, you know, this year is kind of wide open. You don't know who it's going to be. And that's the same with, you know, with our district. You sit in there at the one and the two, North Andrew and, South Holt Nottoway Holt, I mean, that's, you know, South Holt Nottoway Holt's probably number one seed in any other district. So it, it's, it's just one of those. Our district's tough, uh, you know, especially that that top half. And, uh, you know, you don't know who's going to come out of it. But that's why they say that's why you play the game. Well, Coach, uh, let's go ahead. Let's get matchup specific here. Um, you guys have the uh, number one seed in the district, North Andrew. Obviously, everybody knows what North Andrew's done this season. Um just give us your scouting report on North Andrew and um, what can we expect on Friday? Well, I mean, they're big. And I think anybody that's watched them play, you know, they like to run the ball. Coach Williams up there, that I mean, they like to run the ball. Uh, we actually had them in the Jamboree and they, I mean, they, it wasn't close. It wasn't close at all. Uh, now we've switched things up a little bit, but like I said, we're kind of banged up, but we've switched things up from the Jamboree as far as personnel and, and what we're, what we're trying to do. But uh, you know, they're big, they're, they're fast, they're strong, and they like to run the ball. They're very, very good. Uh, they run a lot of option stuff, uh, you know, so we have to be precise with our run fits. Uh, if not, you know, they're just going to run down your throats because they pretty much run it down everybody's throats. Uh, they can throw a little bit, but like I said, they, they like to run. Um, and, you know, we, we've, got to, we've got to get big and try to plug holes. And like I said, our run fits to make sure, you know, if we know our keys and, uh, you know, somebody has the dive back or somebody's got the quarterback, you know, we've got to make sure we stick to those. Or if not, it's going to be a long night for us. Well, Coach, well, Coach Wardlow, I want to thank you so much for joining the podcast again, coming on. And um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday. Uh, thanks. Appreciate it. A huge thank you to DeKalb head coach Caleb Wardlow for coming on the show. Now, um, the 4-5 game was originally supposed to be Pattonsburg hosting Bishop LeBlanc, but um, Bishop LeBlanc, unfortunately, um, they had to opt out due to a positive COVID case. So that's a real bummer for uh, Golden Eagles there. They were playing such great football there. So um, they will be forfeiting. So Pattonsburg will have an opportunity to move on to the next round. They'll take on the winner of North Andrew and DeKalb. We did have an opportunity to talk to Pattonsburg head coach Scott Cavan about um, their their game against Albany last week. And we look ahead to the playoffs. Here's our interview with Coach Scott Cavan right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We are talking eight-man district three. We got Pattonsburg head coach Scott Cavan back with us. How you doing, coach? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, it's postseason play. You know, we're getting into the best time of the year. You know, eight-man football, you know, it's going to be a loaded bracket. It's just all over the place. It's going to be a fun, it's gonna be fun several weeks. So, um, coach, uh, before we look ahead to that, um, Unfortunately, I got, I got to address last week's game. It was an 80 to 12 game on the scoreboard, a loss to Albany. Just uh, walk us through the ball game. 
Yeah, well, uh, a tough night, but even a tough night for myself. Uh, wasn't able to be on the sidelines Friday night. Uh, when it'll be there due to quarantine. Um, and so uh, just a lot of different looks. Just things looked a lot different. But, uh, you know, they came out to a hot start, and uh, we, we turned the ball over a lot early on and just didn't really take care of it and didn't take advantage of some good opportunities. And, um, and they started rolling. And um, it's just a bad, bad night. It's a bad combination. You find out on game day you're not going to be there. Uh, different for the kids, different for everybody. And, um, but Albany played a heck of a game and had a good game plan, and uh, they came ready to play. And um, and we, we just didn't take care of the football and do things well enough to, to, to play with a good team like that. Well, Coach, let's talk about eight-man District 3 now. Um, this is, I think, this is a pretty loaded bracket here. Um, just um, give your thoughts on this district as a whole. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's pretty it's pretty stacked from the top. I mean, you got to talk about the number one team in the state, North Andrew undefeated uh, already played them once but uh i mean they're just a really everybody knows they're a really good football team well coached fundamentally sound do things well and then you go to the uh to the next one is south Holt, Nightway holt uh just a big physical football team who, who uh, is really good as well i mean that's, that's two of the best teams in the state right there and then you go to Oric, um who uh i mean one of the most talented football teams in the state when you look at it i mean on film and on the hoof, I mean, just they, they just looked really, really good, athletic, um, good football team too. Um, that that can uh, can beat anybody uh, on any given day, and then um, go past us. I mean, LeBlanc was a good team too. Um, in the five, the five, and then you go to King City, who's a sixth seed in the district. Who, I mean, um, with, with what they got, has the ability to win the district even as a sixth seed. I mean. Um, it's it's definitely uh it's definitely loaded. Um and like I was talking with another coach that anybody in GRC could, could make a run here uh, in November. Oh, absolutely, coach. Um, obviously, you know, you guys don't have a game on the schedule this week, obviously with a uh, Bishop LeBlond um having to uh quarantine. Very, very unfortunate for Coach Davis and those um and those kids. Um for what's the what's gonna be the biggest um thing for you this week uh in practice this week preparing for next week yeah we're just taking care of ourselves i mean that's what we talked about i mean i'm still not able to be at practice either i mean like i said i'm in quarantine but uh we're doing what we can and uh other coaches that we've talked about uh we're talking about just working on ourselves and being better offensively and then working fundamentals on defense um um, and just tackling and team tackling, playing better team defense, and then offensively just taking care of the football, catching, throwing, and just doing things where we can get better as a team um, in these few days. We're um, no opponent on the schedule Friday, so we're really just worrying about ourselves, focusing on ourselves to get better, to get ready for a big game next Friday night. All righty, Coach Cabin, I want to thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast, you know, taking a few minutes of your time and just uh, joining us here and uh, talking about your kids and talking about your team. And um, hopefully you guys get healthier. Hopefully you get healthier. And uh, good luck to you and the boys here in preparation for uh, the game next week. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, as always, to Pattonsburg head coach Scott Cavan for coming on the show. The next matchup in the bracket is uh, the number two seeded South Holt, Nottaway Holt Spartans. They're going to be taking on the number seven seed Stewartsville. They're co-opted with Osborne. They're also called the Wild Card, so that's going to be a fun matchup there. So um, we had an opportunity to talk with um, Spartan head coach Josh Peterson about his claiming a share of the uh, 
Highway 275 Championship and a look ahead to the playoffs. So um, here's our interview with um, Josh Peterson right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're previewing eight-man District 3 here on the podcast. we got South Hall, by the way, hold the head coach, Josh Peterson, with us again. How you doing, coach? I'm doing pretty good, Clifton. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Um, coach, um, wrapped up a three-way tie for a conference championship with a 58-8 to win over Northwest Nottoway. Um, how does it feel to win a conference championship and just walk us through the game? Uh, with the year – uh, you know, that, that we've had, it feels pretty good to be um, tri-conference champions with East Atchison and Southwest. Um, after that Southwest loss, it was kind of uh, it was a little sketchy on whether or not we were going to be in contention, but um, some things fell in our favor, and we ended up winning out since that, since that loss and uh, have a three-way tie with Southwest and East Atchison. So it's pretty good. I'm proud of my guys, proud of my team. Um, just step one to – our goal. Well, absolutely. You get uh, you get what you get at least one step closer to your goal this week. Like I mentioned, we're previewing them. Eight man district three. You guys are going to be facing the um, Stewartsville Osborne Co-op. Uh, they call them the Wild Cards. Um, you guys actually beat them earlier in the regular season, fifty six to six. But I know in the playoffs, it's a lot different. Um, tell me, um, tell me what you um, as far as the scouting report with them, and um, what can we expect on Friday? Um, yeah, I think they run that split flanker or kind of that wing similar to our offense, run a lot of jet sweeps and they throw. So, um, you know, much like week, I think we played them week five. Um, we're just, we're going to have to be on our game, uh, be ready to go. I tell the guys, you know, as soon as the regular season's over and district starts, everybody starts back over at, you know, zero, zero, or, you know, zero wins, zero losses. So that's a whole new season now that districts are here and you lose and you go home. So every down, every play counts. And then uh, last question I'm going to ask you, Coach, is uh, what are your overall thoughts on District 3? I mean, you got North Andrew, you got Pattonsburg, you got Oric, um, King City, um, some good teams in there. Just your overall thoughts on District 3? Uh, it's, it's a pretty good district. I mean, if you look at it from – um, you know, from, from, from all angles, it's, you know, the number one team in state, um, according to, according to paper, uh, I think we're sitting at three. I think we actually moved up and then, um, you know, Albany, Albany's playing pretty good, even though they're not in our district, they did play Pattonsburg last week. And that one not necessarily surprised me. The, the outcome surprised me. So, um, you know, it's whoever gets hot in districts and, keeps it rolling. Everybody gets a fair shot at zero, zero. And you know, they're a, a, a number next to a name is just a number next to a name. So if you don't bring your A game, you're going home early. Absolutely. Definitely got to bring your A game. Come district play. Um, Coach Peterson, again, congratulations on your guys' conference championship. And um, thank you for coming on the podcast and um, good luck to you and your boards on Friday. Thanks Clifton. You have a good one, man. And a huge thank you to head coach Josh Peterson of the Spartans for coming on the show. So, um, final matchup here is the uh, three-seeded Oric and the six-seeded King City. That matchup is actually going to be on Saturday, but uh, we don't have an interview with either one of those coaches, either King City coach Micah Breckenridge or, or coach Eric Fairchild. So, um, we weren't able to get a hold of them on the podcast. So, um, we're going to leave this off this time by um, breaking down eight-man district three with our good friends David Abelton and Anthony Crane. Here's that interview right now. And we're back here on the Cliff Notes podcast. This time we got Devin Allison and Anthony Craig back with us 
for another district breakdown. This time we're talking District 3 of 8-man football. Um, gentlemen, before we start getting into the meat of the bracket and all that stuff here, um, like we talked about last segment with Albany, um, we had a opt-out uh, or a COVID-related deal with uh, Bishop LeBlanc. They had to forfeit their game this week against Pattonsburg. Um, it was a team that was on a three-game winning streak. I mean, this, this was a tough break for a football team that was really surging in the right direction. So, um, gentlemen, your thoughts on that? I mean, I was looking forward to see LeBlanc play last week versus Northwest Hughesville. That game got uh, snipped the last minute there. Then LeBlanc found out they had Monday. They had a COVID case as well, and um, they couldn't play for this week. And them and Pattonsburg have been interesting to kind of see LeBlanc's progress from week one to now to kind of see how they progress through the year and see how those teams from week one to week 10, how it kind of match up in the rematch. Um, yeah, if you're LeBron, uh, LeBron, LeBron um, a great job there of developing their kids and getting better as the year went on. Their schedule lightened up a little bit. They took advantage of it, unlike in the past. Uh, got some wins there. Got some momentum going into 2021, hopefully, for their football program. So I, was, I think LeBron's happy with the way their season kind of went. I don't think they're happy with the way it ended, with the coronavirus kind of taking their seniors' last chance to get on the field. That's my thing with all this coronavirus and the kids getting the playoff games cut short. It's a regular season is bad enough, but if it's your last game as a senior and you don't have a chance to suit up one last time, I feel for those kids in those situations just because even if you're a team that's, hey, probably not going to state championship game, probably not going to go deep in the playoffs, you still want to strap on that one last time and just give it your all for that last time as a senior. And that's what I feel for some of these kids that we've seen here a little bit. But for LeBron, it's an unfortunate situation. Pattonsburg is to rest for a week and they get to play North Andrew most likely in the second round of districts. So um, for LeBlanc, just keep building. They got a pretty young team still over there. Not a whole lot of seniors, I don't believe. So they'll should be, they should be better again next year and just build off what you did here at the end of 2020 going into 2021. Yeah, and it's kind of turned into worst-case scenario or our biggest fear. Um, you know, we thought maybe some of the lesser teams, if even one player had it, you know, they would bow out maybe. Um but, you know, when you see Albany do it, when you see it happen to LeBlanc, I thought LeBlanc had a good chance this week uh, with everything going on in Pattonsburg um, that that was maybe an upset potential. Um, but it's, it, it does worry me that we're in week one of districts and already we have two teams that can't compete, um, especially as the weather continues to change. Uh, I just – I hope that we can get through this, but uh, it's – it's starting to worry me a little bit. Yeah, that's my biggest fear. That's my biggest fear with all this. You know, when you're thinking about, like, you know, when, when the news broke of uh, both these teams really getting uh, – having to quarantine and not have, not getting to play, I'm afraid, you know, somewhere down the line, you're going to get to, like, a semifinal round or even worse, you know, a state championship week, and something bad could happen, and then, you know, could potentially um, – and you could potentially end your season, you would have a shot to play a state championship. Yeah. My biggest fear is not even the semifinal or state championship game. I think they can possibly move those back, those in. It would be the district championship games where we have some really big matchups possibly coming up. I mean, in this district alone, we could get South Fulton Hill versus North Andrew in state championship game. If something happens to one of those two teams in the week before the state championship game, uh, district championship game, they don't get to play and we don't get to see that game, that'd just be. Not only disservice to the kids, but also just to see how those teams would match up. We've been talking about it all year, a potential matchup with it. 
and for it to maybe get canceled due to COVID right before it, that would be very unfortunate. Because I think all four of the district championship games this year could be really, really good. Unlike years past where you see maybe a couple of blowouts, I think we could have four really, really good matchups. And I'm hoping that coronavirus doesn't ruin that for us and for the kids, most importantly. Yeah, and you just you just never know. You know, today we learned that South Holt had a student with COVID. Um, so you don't know how far that spread. If you know, it could be a South Holt player that ends up next with it. And um, because of the you know ten day rule with the virus, you just never know. And that's that's just what we have to live with this year, I guess. Yeah, and, um, I definitely. You know, I think all three of us could probably agree um, to what we talk about this show. You know, our, our thoughts go out to, you know, LeBlanc and Albany or any other of these teams that really had to opt out like that. You know, really thing that we want to hope for really is for these teams and these coaches willing to stay healthy, you yep. know, throughout, throughout the season. So, um, moving on to better times now, let's, um, let's break down this uh, District 3 bracket. Obviously, this is, a, this is a pretty good bracket here when you look at, obviously, what North Andrews done. Uh, South Holt and Ottaway Hold is trending in the right direction. They're coming off a share of the conference championship. Orc's got a pretty good team. Um, you know, uncertainty happening at Pattonsburg, a King City. You know, I mean, there's there's some good storylines in this district. So, um, Anthony, I'm going to start with you. Um, what are your thoughts on this district as a whole? Do you have any sleepers or any players to watch in this district or anything like that? Uh, I think this district, while it is talented, especially, you know, even three through five, um, for me, I think this district comes down to South Holt, Nottaway Hold, and North Andrew. Uh, King City has shown some things this year with Landon Wells and Parker Muff. Especially those two together, they become a dangerous team. Uh, you know, Warwick, Warwick is really talented. They just haven't taken that next step this year. Um, and, you know, Pattonsburg, because of everything going on with COVID over there, uh, that worries me. Uh, depending how long, you know, they're without their coach. Um, and we saw what happened last week. When he's not there, that team isn't the same. Um, so for me, I think it's a good district, but I think this is more black and white than maybe District 4. This one will come down to the Spartans and the Cardinals. I think that game will be great. Be fantastic. Two very physical teams, two teams that will run the hell out of the football. Maybe the shortest game of the year. <laughs> but uh and there's some history there you know Devin knows a little better than I do but South Holt not away Holt North Andrew they have some history in these districts you know two years ago was a fantastic game between the two and I think if we have a rooting interest maybe that's what we're hoping for um two, they're the two best teams two top five teams in the state um so I think that's where this district is headed uh, I think King City is moving in the right direction. They're still a young team. And I think they can make some noise next year, but I just don't think they have what it takes uh, to knock off North Andrew or South Holt and Ottawa Holt. Yeah, these two teams, I used to talk about South Holt and Holt North Andrew. I looked it up here on the Mission website. They met in the playoffs in 2015, 16, 17, and 18, so four years in a row. And every year, North Andrew got the best of them. The first three years, they were all blowouts. 2018, uh, that was the barn burner. That was 56 to 54. North Andrew won it. Spartans had the ball inside the one-yard line and threw a pick uh, to end that game against North Andrew. So that was a crazy game. They came back down for like 30 points. And I know South Holt Holt wants to get back to that point to get over to Rosendale again, possibly, and play them 
in a close game. And uh, that's when Quinlan was a sophomore. He's now a senior, and he is an animal now, just an absolute uh, great court player there at quarterback. Um, I think King City is the best sixth seed in the playoffs at this point. I think it's either them or Worth County is the sixth seed, best ones there. And Parker Muff is going to be a problem for some teams he plays, whether it's Oric, if they get past Oric, South Fulton, Hole, because he is that good of a running back. Um, he's just, he's really good. I just don't know if they have a team at this point, pretty young still to beat a South Fulton, Holt in a full game. Um, and I just don't think Pattenburg has a defense to beat North Andrew. So it's, as Anthony says, a two team district a little bit here. Um, I'm excited that the Oric King City games on Saturday because that means I can get to go watch that game as well. I can double dip a little bit there with Oric having to play on Saturday due to the their quarantine ends on Friday, so they have, they can't play until Saturday. Um, I'm really excited for this game though; should be fun. Um, King City <laughs> is a very big up front; they got a big running back behind it, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, as I said, Muff, Quinlan, our two of the best players in the state, also Carson Thomas and Hayden Necker for North Andrew deserve their props as well. And then, of course, you can't talk about the best players in the district without talking about Cameron Jones for Pattonsburg. He's a really, really good receiver, good player over there. Um, so that's kind of the better players in this district going forward. Absolutely. That's uh, that's eight-man district three for you. Devin Albertson, Anthony Craig for you. Uh, we'll be back uh, again later on with eight-man district two. And always a huge thank you to Devin Albertson and Anthony Craig. So two down, two to go. They're going to be breaking down uh, Districts 2 and Districts 1 in our next segment. Until then, take care, everybody.